up? This is Big D and Shade from Takayaki Anime. Yo! And we are back for our upcoming thoughts for the fall season of 2017. The season of the sequels. Yes. Just, I, I think we should dub it. Yeah, I think we should yeah. have like a name for every season It's something because it seems like every season seems to have some sort of like theme or ongoing thing. This one just seems to be all about sequels. Yeah, yeah, it's been a couple uh, seasons that have been just sequel, sequel, sequel. And Not to say another. there isn't some new stuff out there, because there is, and it looks fantastic, too. Yeah. But. All right. Well, the first show for today, we have 18 shows we're going to be talking about. And see how uh, many we get to. Yep. And the first show we're going to be talking about is Black Clover. Oh, yes. Were you interested in this one, or was it just me? Uh... I was, I was kind of interested. I can't remember exactly. <laughs> There's so many shows. I don't remember which ones. This is true. All right. So we'll start off with what it's about. Yes. Um, Asta is a young boy who dreams of becoming the greatest mage in the kingdom. Only one problem. He can't use any magic. Luckily for Asta, he receives the incredibly rare five-leaf clover grimora that gives him the power of anti-magic. Can someone who can't use magic really become the wizard king? One thing's for sure, Asta will never give up. So, automatically, reading this and thinking about it, my first impressions for this was, um, I see Hero Academia in this already. I see the record of Bastard Magician. Well, but see, he can use magic, so I don't know if that's really, like, pertinent to that. I'm, I'm my, mo my main thought is, is that here's a person, just like in, in My Hero Academia, mm -hmm. he didn't have a talent, he didn't have a skill. Mm -hmm. And then he's essentially given something equating to that, mm. but has no idea how to use it or what to do with it, basically. Mm. Um, okay. And it seems kind of interesting, depending upon how they craft the world. Um, I could see having anti-magic being extremely powerful, um, mm. just because you got to think about it. I mean, think about like, I know, first world of magic that comes to mind is, of course, Harry Potter. But if you think about Harry Potter and how often people like magicians in that world use magic i mean their whole world is magical everything centers around magic and if you had something something that would negate that man that's like throwing a huge monkey wrench into the works yeah so i could see that being extremely useful but again it depends on how they craft the world that they're using it in and mm -hmm. uh i think it could be very entertaining and interesting to see what happens so. Yeah, the part of that that reminds me of um, Master Magician is the because his one specialty was like nulling, nullifying magic. So as far as like yeah. fighting against other magicians, he, he had a specialty for that, but he did have the ability to use other magic. He just didn't like to use magic. Yeah, that so. was his there was actually another um, show that remind this remind me of what was that one that um where it's like only a few people have like this tattoo that has like special um powers in it and that one oh, dude had like the void or something like horrible one <laughs> that we i pray it is not anything like that because that show was just god awful mm -hmm. um but i know which one you're talking about yeah i know which one you're talking about but yes uh kind of i guess in a sense but yeah i could see i don't know there was there was one show that did talk about a uh grimora i can't remember what it was this kid got a grimoire that it was like hugely powerful. It mm. wasn't anti-magic that it had, but it like he basically recreated the world with it. And then he was taken to school um, by a another magician, and they were kind of like keeping a close eye on him because 
it was like the grimoire was like really evil in a sense. So uh, I don't know. We'll see yeah, how I, we'll see how how they do this. I mm. mean, they could go really serious on this, or they could go comical on it. I'm yeah. hoping with especially like the looks of at least the picture that I've seen so far from them that it's more in line with the seriousness and not the comical. I can appreciate mm. some comic relief every now and then, but yeah, you know, definitely you're gonna go something like this. Go, go serious on it. Make it, make it really like action-packed, kind of almost drama-ish. And I think you'll have a, have a winner here. So, yeah, it's funny that you say like if you're not sure if it's gonna be serious or comical because it's like the left side the guy's all serious, and then the right side the guy could be serious, but then he also could be yelling something silly. So it's kind of yeah. funny yeah, how yeah. you say that. <laughs> It's done by Studio Perot, so uh, they could, they do they do some or Perito, or, uh, whatever. <laughs> however you pronounce that, however you pronounce that. Well, no, they do uh, they do Naruto. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I mean, that, they, they there, have the potential is, to do some awesome stuff. They, I mean, they have the potential, and and my hopes of it being potentially serious are could be well taken care of as well. So, mm. not to say that there wasn't comical moments in Naruto, but there also was very serious moments in that too. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. The next show we're going to be talking about is Blend S. This is nah. totally you. Yeah, no, yeah. And you know what? I think I was looking through all the shows coming out this next season, saw this, and did, I didn't even have to look at the synopsis for it. I immediately passed it by, but I'm pretty sure looking at the picture, I'm like, oh, Big D's going to be all over this. I guarantee you. <laughs> all over this one. Yeah. Cute girls doing cute things all over there. Yes. So basically, after looking at the trailer for this one, I immediately thought, oh, this is going to be working with all girls. So I definitely was going to check it out for that. Um, The synopsis goes, the story centers around a girl named Micah who gets a job at a cafe where all the waitresses are given certain attributes, such as Sundere or Little Sister, to embody while serving customers. The manager asked Micah to do the duet extreme sadist waitress, so she will have to adopt a dominant and aggressive persona. Mm. Which I mean, that automatically, considering the way all of them look, I think uh, that 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 to me sounds like it's just going to be all comical, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm curious to see like what their work persona is going to be compared to like their regular Personal. persona. Yeah. It's like. They go out and they'll be like, hey, I got a nan and go back to the break rooms like It's <laughs> just like completely different. So Complete um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that, I, I look forward to seeing like stuff like that. Um Yeah, like always, um I, I like uh shows with cute girls doing cute things, so um I'm definitely gonna be looking forward to this one. But uh I mean maybe maybe it'll be good. I don't know. Like the initial like art from the the picture on it kind of kind of threw me for a second and i was like uh, i don't know if i'm in the mood for a cute girl doing cute things type of uh anime um mm. but the premise sounds at least somewhat entertaining so i guess it could be potentially good depending mm-hmm. uh, could you have some comedic aspects to it but we'll see okay. i know you like working so i'll i'll let you know yeah. if it's like anywhere similar to working yeah but see what like with working their personas were were them that was what they were yeah See, I don't know if to me having them be like forced upon them, the personas that they have will make it seem just too fake or blase. You know, it's like having uh, that, okay. that idea in your head when I because I guarantee you, if you see the, the opening part of it, you'll see them in, in their uniforms and doing their job and you'll see the personalities. 
and then seeing them afterwards will be like you know people who actually uh, see movie stars uh-huh. and like they'll see them in movies and then they'll meet them in real life yeah and it's like a complete 180 and it's that yeah. disappointing feeling that you get you're like you're so hyped because you think oh my god they're such a wonderful person they do <laughs> yeah. amazing things and then, and then all of a sudden you see them in real life you're like oh my god they're so no that's not even close <laughs> you know yeah. I hate to think that, like, getting hyped up and watching and getting, like, in, involved and enthralled in something like this, and all of a sudden be like, uh, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Okay. Well, we shall see. The next show we're going to be talking about is Dia Horizon. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. Automatically. <laughs> Swinging at it the other way around, where, you know, you're saying if it's cute girls, good and cute things, that's all... You know, you're a courseman, at least check it out. Yeah. Here's a fantasy anime. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go check <laughs> it out. I want to see what's going on here. And not only is it a fantasy anime, it's a fantasy anime done by Square Enix. I feel like they've done one. Did they do that other one? They've done, they don't do too many, but they have okay. done like a few every now and then. Mostly they do like movies based upon some of their game titles, but that's usually mm. about it. But like this, just like, Oh yeah, I, the the synopsis for they have it doesn't really say a whole lot, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, a multimedia project by Square Enix, Dear Horizon. The first part of the project will be a TV anime, so it sounds like they're gonna do like multiple different uh, different things with it, and mm-hmm. probably correlate with like a game or something like that, which is fine. Okay. Um, but at the same time, uh, the, this is one of the ones I had to actually look at the trailer. Uh, I had to pull you on this one and be like, oh, what's, what's this going to look like then and everything? Mm. It looks awesome, honestly. Mm. It's kind of a teaser trailer that they had for it. At least yeah, I wanted to see some actual animation in this one. I did, but I mean, it got me stoked. It got me hyped for it. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I mean, I see some of the characters, uh, at least from the little bit of a trailer and even in the little uh, the poster they have for it. Mm-hmm. that um, I remember from other Final Fantasy games, so that's kind of got me kind of like, ooh, I wonder where they're going to go with this. This seems like it could be interesting. So, okay. not a whole lot to say about it other than I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, what they come up with. Because okay. I have not been, I don't think I've been disappointed in anything with Square Enix when they've come out with like uh, animes or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, I remember the, the Final Fantasy anime that they came out with, um, not the 3D one. It was an actual anime, uh, older cartoon one. And okay. that was like, I mean, I like, I think I marathoned that in like two days. It's like 24 episodes. And I was like, no, I got to watch more. No, I got to watch more. Every opportunity <laughs> I had, I'm like, no, I got to watch more. That's so, always your stamp of approval. I remember recommending you one show and you're like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. And then the next day you're like, oh, that was so good. I'm so done. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> glad you liked it. <laughs> Yeah, one thing that I'm worried about as far as like shows that have an anime and a game and like other um, projects with it, it's the story. Like how it's going to actually like just stop or something. Yeah, because it's like one thing it's you got what four hours to tell a story if it's going to be a one core show and mm-hmm. with a game. Like, uh, as soon as I think of Square Enix, I think like a very long story. So <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, like, um, 
how much are they actually gonna put into like how like how long is the story how much of the anim- like, story they're gonna put into the anime because if they cut out too much then it falls into that trap that a lot of shows fall where you you didn't get enough from the anime mm-hmm. and because they're saying it's all together and it's not really there was this really cool game and now they made it into an anime like they've done with um tales of eternia or tales of destiny which is, uh, which is i think the american name for it um the tales of eternia is like three ps1 discs and the story is like super duper long and in tales of eternia the anime is like 12 episodes and <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't like dive anywhere near as deep into the story so um i'm curious like how it'll actually play out uh i'm hope i'm hoping for the best because uh, like you said there's there's not, the designs and everything from the teaser look really good, and yeah. there's only been one show that has been able to pull something off like that, and that was that um, Grand Blue Fantasy, where yeah. the anime looks really good compared to this like uh, the very nice artwork that they uh, was it concept art that they have for it. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how it looks like moving, and uh, I'm yeah. I'm not gonna play the game, but I definitely want like a full fledged story. So hopefully. They pull it off. Hopefully. The next show we're going to be talking about is Diaz Iray Iray Iray. <laughs> However you say it. Iray. Yeah. I think this one's you. I don't yes. remember. Yeah. So um, this one is done by a, a uh, what is it? A, yeah, what is the ACGT? And uh, I think hey, this is the one. Is... Yeah. This, they've done a few things like uh, like Kino's, like, uh, Kino's Journey. Um, they've done an initial D, initial D, uh, OVA. They've done freezing, which I actually liked, even though it was a booby fighting anime. Um, so, um, I can, I know they have the potential to do like fighting series and I'm curious, like, I want to see if they, uh, if their fighting is going to be better than what I saw from freezing. So, um, the story goes May 1st, 1945, Berlin, as the red army raises the, uh, the Soviet flag, a group of Nazi officers conduct a ritual using the sl- using the slaughter in the city to bring back the LDO supermen who whose coming would bring the world's destruction. Their success remains unknown. Present day Suwahara <laughs> City, uh, Ren Fuji spends his days at the hospital due to a violent fight with his best friend Shido. He tries to value what he has left to him, but is Haunt, but he is haunted by Shido's words. A uh, word. Everyone who remains in this city will eventually loses their mind. A reoccurring, reoccurring dream of a uh, guillotine murders and the black-clad knights pursuing them. Could be interesting. Well, <laughs> that's a lot to take in. On, uh... Yeah, they kind of like gave you atmosphere without actually saying what's going on. Because it's like yeah. there's guillotines, there's Nazis, there's. Uh, that's that seems like there's a lot yeah there's a lot supermen who could end the world and then just, then they yeah. jump to two guys who had a fight and one of them's in the hospital and you're like well, what yeah <laughs> so, um like i said the studio has done um, some stuff that i like and the design from the uh the key visual looks really cool so i'm definitely gonna check it out uh i don't think it's gonna be like uh like tanya where it's gonna be i got world war one type uh action show from what i've seen um but i'm curious to see what they do with it um i can't remember if the trailer had anything really cool in it but i'm definitely it's it's like i don't know there seems to be an upheaval with uh 
that sort of setting, I guess, as of late. I don't mm-hmm. know. Because now, yeah. you know, we had Tanya, like, what, two, three seasons ago? So yeah. And now we're having this one. And there seems to be, like, there was another one that was based on, like, that time frame war-wise, kind of, almost. But I don't know if you're wrong. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it was like, hmm. You don't see these quite often, you know, because usually that sort of uh, subject material people try to steer away from because it can be, it can either go really good or it can go really bad, depending. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It could be interesting. I guess. I guess I'll wait till you what you say about it. I might check it out as well and see what I what I think of it. So. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. It looks promising. I will. Uh, <laughs> I'll definitely let you know. The next show we're gonna be talking about is. <laughs> Is it dynamic chord? No. Oh, okay. No. I was I was <laughs> I curious. Ray Ray will watch it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'm not into boy band anime, man. Nah. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw a musical, <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so the next show we're going to be talking about is Kimoto Umaru-chan R. Ah. <laughs> so. I, I should have known it was probably <laughs> going to be that because, yeah. <laughs> I have not watched the first season to mm-hmm. this, but I still, even though I haven't watched the first season to this, I still know what you're going to be talking about because that little thing on there i don't know girl or whatever because it looks female but that's like an icon i think or at least it's starting to be in a lot of like anime scenes so hmm. so yeah uh second Go season ahead. of uh umari chan uh the little brat who like terrorizes her brother and basically gets whatever she wants um I'm looking forward to this um even though umari's like a jerk and she's not she's she's a cute jerk <laughs> I'm say, why would, yeah that doesn't sound like something you would be interested in it's, you usually get annoyed by those more times than not it's the way she does stuff like she's not an asshole but she's a jerk <laughs> like she she's like not ter- that bad she's bad yeah. she's just not that yeah bad. she's like a huge brat oh goodness but it, she's also funny, and like I like the other characters around her. So um, yeah, so I'm I'm up for <laughs> another season of it. Um, one thing that is I guess cool about this show is basically she is like the popular girl at school. Like she's good at sports, um, good academically. Uh, she's popular with a lot of the characters, and then as soon as she gets home, she turns into like she puts on her little. Uh, hamster onesie and turns into like this total uh little brat that's in the video games and manga and like i don't know what happened to their parents like her and her brother but they both live together and he's he's basically working to take care of her and have a place to live basically um <laughs> like a new game will come out and she's like ah give me the game and he's like no nah, we gotta save for like the rent and all that kind of stuff and she's like ah like she (laughs) like he'll eventually get Uh, the game and like the brother is such a wuss like i don't i don't like him and because he's he's older than her and he is basically paying the bills and everything so i feel like he should have some backbone and like stop her from terrorizing like everybody but um she's not like that at home as soon as she goes to school she's like prim and proper and like oh, like like the gorgeous See, models in was, the school that's what i was talking about with that other one about the, <laughs> the ones who were working at the cafe like 
Mm-hmm. I think more times than not, it's probably a good thing I haven't watched that series because more times than not, that would, I think within like probably the first episode or probably even like the first half of the first episode, I'd have been like, okay, I can't stand her. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Moving on. Can't stand her. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So it's it's funny characters that I like. Um, I'm kind of hoping that the brother kind of gets a backbone in season two. And the uh, there's not really anything that she's aiming for. It's just it's like a slice of life. She's just doing whatever she does and uh, meeting different people and encountering different situations. And it's a uh, it's pretty cool. It's a uh, yeah. All right, so. again, slice of life. Yeah. You know how finicky I am with those. So yeah, <laughs> I'll watch them every now and then, but they really got to be something special for me to watch them. So. The next show we're going to be talking about is Infinity Force. So. Oh, yeah. No, this is entirely you. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I didn't even, like, I read the first line and was like, <laughs> no, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Oh. Uh, so this show, even though it's not like a, it's an old school superhero show brought into current time. It's basically, um... Yeah, now that I'm kind of looking at it, though, like, yeah, the dude who has... Looks like a... I recognize that. The white cape with the... Almost looks like a falcon. Yes. I swear, I recognize that. What? Where did it come from? Yeah, so basically, back in, like, the early 90s, there was um, a rerun of the Japanese show called G-Force. Ah, uh, that's okay. Yeah, and this is basically like a a revitalizing of the show. I don't know. (laughs) But um, the Japanese name of it is called Gatchaman, and they've kind of redone this series. I haven't actually watched the new version of it, but they've done another series called Gatchaman Crowd. Mm -hmm. And I am curious to know how closely related Gatchaman Crowds is to the original Gatchaman. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that this is the 55th uh, an- uh, anniversary of the studio. So, yeah. um, and it says the anime is going to have a different story than the original manga. So I'm curious. I kind of want to like revisit my G-Force days, like back when I was like really oh, young. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was about to say, that's like... Like you said, that was like in the nineties. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was like one of the <laughs> first animated I watched. Like even before I um, found Toonami and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's it's a show that's like dear to my heart, and I kind of want to like find it and rewatch it all, just so I can like pull some of those memories from my childhood and like cement them into my mind now. And like yeah. things that I do remember about it, I want to see did I remember it accurately because. A lot of memories that you have when you were a child is like, you just didn't understand what they were talking about. Like, oh, I thought they all rode motorcycles. And it's like, no, the main guy rode a motorcycle. Everybody else had something completely different. So it's, yeah. Just like Disney movies, you you rewatch them as an adult and you're like, wow, that is like way different than I am (laughs) close to remembering it. Holy crap. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all the lines and everything that they say, and you're like, Oh, that's what they were meaning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and another thing is, um, it's one thing that I'm like iffy about, just like how you dropped it as soon as you got to the third word of the synopsis. <laughs> it's oh, it's the yep. CG part of it. Um, a full C- <laughs> like it is a full 3D CG anime. <laughs> that so, scares me more than yeah. anything else. So I'm curious to see, like one. I'm like, it's the show from my childhood, so I'm definitely going to watch it. 
Two, I'm like, I hope they do a good job with the CG because the trailer looks kind of cool, but... I don't know. I never watched the trailer because obviously I saw CG and went, nope. Um, <laughs> but looking at just like the picture that they have for it there, mm. I'm just like, it doesn't look the greatest, honestly. And I don't mm. know. It, it might ruin things in, in your memory. So, I mean, right now, because it's, it's not a fresh memory inside your mind, it might be okay. If you try to rewatch it and get those feelings back again, then when you go to watch this new one, it might completely ruin it for you. Yeah, so it's good that I like barely remember the old one. So I'm, a, I'm yeah. if I like it, I'm gonna go. Oh, I thought it, <laughs> I'm looking what? at the details page. I thought it said 82 episodes. <laughs> I was like, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the popularity. Um, I don't know how many episodes is going to be. Hopefully, it's like one core. So then I can watch this and be like, oh, okay, that was a nice four hours. And then I can go back and watch the older show and um, like reminisce about my childhood. But uh, yeah, is a show that just popped up and be like, hey, remember this? I'm like, yes, I'll be there. So yeah, I'll let you know if it's uh, if it's any good. I don't know. I might still skip it. It's CG. It's, <laughs> I have a problem with CG. <laughs> Not stand it. So the next show we're gonna be talking about is Inuyashiki. Yes, this nah. seems really interesting. It's it's like a, a different take that I don't think I've ever come across in any form of media before, mm-hmm. and it has my curiosity. I'll say that. Uh, so the backstory for this is Ichiro Inuyashiki is down on his luck while only 58 years old. His geriatric looks often have him written off as pathetic old man by the world around him. And he's constantly ignored and disrespected by his family, despite all he's done to support them. On top of everything else, his doctor his doctor has revealed that he has cancer and, is, and it appears that he has little time left in this world. But just when it seems that things couldn't go, get any worse, a blinding light in the night sky strikes the earth where Ichiro stands. He later wakes up to find himself unscathed but he is soon starts to notice that there's something different about himself. Um, the reason why I say this seems very interesting and cool, because this kind of seems, this is like a hero story. Person down on their luck, uh, got nothing else left, and then all of a sudden, you know, fortune smiles upon them. They get imbued with such and such, and all of a sudden become a hero. The thing where it's different about this is, typically speaking, Heroes, when they're born in this sense and way, are usually like young to, you know, slightly older uh, people. Yeah. This is an old man. (laughs) I mean, between kid to young adult. (laughs) Yeah, it's usually between kid to young adult. This is a guy in like his, like I said, late 50s, early, almost 60. So, I mean, he's up there in the years, which I kind of like the idea of that because it almost seems like someone who has more worldly knowledge mm. would potentially make an even better starting off point when becoming a hero like that. So I guess it's just a matter of seeing where they're going to go with it. Um, mm. It is done by MAPPA, so it's going to look great. Um, and even like even the poster that they had for it, I'm looking at it going, yeah, that looks like a, you know, it looks like they're flying through like a Tokyo Tower in the background. And, like, a nice fight sequence going on at the same time where the old man's got his shirt off and he still looks freaking ripped even though he's, you know, <laughs> about to whoop some butt there. And I'm like, all right, this seems like it could be something interesting. It's a different take on it, and it's something I don't think anyone's done before. So I'm curious to see 
how well it trans transfers over okay. what it does. So that's my thought. Yeah. Um, I saw the trailer for this and I was like, oh, it was a teaser trailer. And um, I don't think it's the current trailer that's on the page. So I don't know what the um, what it's going to look like. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I am going to uh, not say much about this because I'm curious what you. Oh, OK. So you're yeah. gonna see what my what what when we come back for first impressions on these. Yeah. What I'm gonna say about? Are you gonna watch yeah. it? Yes, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I, this is, gonna um, watch yeah, this is one of the shows that was on my list as well. And um, uh, it's, again, it's a different it's a different take on uh, a story that I think all of us are very familiar with. So yeah, I'm curious to see how it goes. Yeah, I'm curious to see how super grandma super grandpa gets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, Master Roshi kicks some butt, all right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Master Roshi. <laughs> Master Roshi, for his age and that, how perverted he is, can still kick Man. some butt. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see. It's going to be funny. Probably about the only one I could say that even comes close to relating to that in any sort of way. So it's kind of nice to see something like for the, the older <laughs> generation besides master Oshi, because you know maybe maybe if this show takes off we'll see like cosplay of this guy going around <laughs> I, I, I see some older guys cosplaying as master Roshi and they, mm-hmm. they do a pretty good job of it too and i'm like hey everyone's gotta have something you know so okay yeah that's gonna be funny the next show we're gonna be talking about is uh, juni tyson yes this one is also something that seems quite interesting um i don't what the the studio behind this one? Do you do we have, do we know this one? I didn't actually look it up. Oh, uh, no, I think they're a brand new studio. Okay, well it makes double, sense. Let me double check. Seems, there's one. There's one okay. studio that's like brand new. I think this one may. No, no, no. They've done. Uh, they've done. So there's three three studios that I don't know anything about, and um, this one they helped on a bunch of different shows, and I think this is the first like solo project for them. So. Oh, okay. This is a big thing for them. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean it's, it's one thing to help people on on various projects, but to go go completely solo. I mean, woo, yeah. See how so, that goes. So they helped with Helsing Ultimate. Ooh. Okay. Then they I'm helped done. helped with um, Love Live, the Idol movie. Okay. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> then they did the um, the OVA to Drifters. They're the only people credited on Annie Chart. Okay. Which is also another dark action anime. Okay. And then they did like four other shows, and then now they're doing Junie Tyson on their own. So gotcha. They got All the right. darkness down. They do. Which it seems like this is really gonna kind of also take place with this as well. Um, so the synopsis for this one is: Twelve warriors who are burdened with the names of the twelve Chinese zodiac members fight with each other's lives and pride at stake all to grant just one wish and that had me so the holy grail war yeah that that did kind of seem like that (laughs) Uh, which i did like at least one version of that um it had me interested enough to look at the trailer for this one and the trailer that looked fun that looked action-packed and like people doing like the craziest and and weirdest things different moves powers and yeah. all sorts of crazy things getting pulled out i'm just like all right i'm on board hell yeah let's, <laughs> let's get to it and now that you told me that they actually helped with helsing ultimate oh yes 
uh, if they even have an, uh, an eighth of the type of style and uh, know-how with action and such, then this is definitely going to be a good one. So this might not be one where the storyline is going to involve a great deal, but at least it will look really pretty and the action should kind of keep you on the edge of your seat for the most part too so i have a feeling this is going to be one where people are going to uh within like the first couple of episodes already call out their favorites on who they're who they're rooting for and yeah. uh it'll just be a matter to see who actually comes out the victor in the end so yeah i definitely um was looking forward to this because the uh the trailer was actually packed and uh um there's a f- quite a few shows that have that deal with the chinese zodiac so this is a. Uh, this seems more like a dark turn on it because a lot of the yeah. other shows that i've seen are like cute girls who are zodiac characters yeah i'm like i'm like okay well that's fine yeah. <laughs> but now yeah, it's yeah. like somebody's I'm, a bunny but she got like freaking blades on her so i'm like oh, okay yeah. this is gonna be good um I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see how well they incorporate like if it's gonna be like bluntly obvious when you start seeing each of the individual characters what zodiac they represent accordingly to what mm-hmm. they look like or or what they they what type of moves they have or whatever i mean that's just yeah it could go pretty good i honestly so i think so i mean i'm i'm really curious to see how well that's gonna incorporate next show we're gonna be talking about is kikai sensen and beyond yes is it actually gonna air this season i i know right (laughs) i mean about damn time honestly good lord i think we talked about this like yeah i think we talked about this like nine months ago it feels like it's not yeah yeah. so yes this is the second season to kikai sensen and i'm just Honestly, I don't usually say this, and you know this. I do not usually say this when it comes to, like, next seasons of, of, of shows. I might have to at least watch, like, the <laughs> end of the last one. Because, I mean, look at it this way. There literally, like, was... I don't even remember if I finished it completely. And there literally was so much going on as far as, like, the different powers and who did what and how this like all coalesce with each other. Like I have a pretty good recollection of it, but I still can't remember like exactly how they finished up the season itself. So I'm just like looking at it going, cause I mean, this world is just huge with different powers, different people. I mean, I can still remember the, okay. So I know the girl in it is a ghost or I think she's a ghost some sort of spiritual form. Um, and then I, I still remember, like, there was this one, the, their commander wanted some knowledge, so he actually challenged a dude to the most intense version of chess that I think I can ever imagine. Yeah. And which, like, you had to, like, survive for, like, depending upon the amount of information that you wanted, would depend upon how many hours in the day and what the severity of it was that you had to actually survive for. And I think yeah. he had to survive for like almost a week yeah. straight. Like no breaks, no stop. You literally are just sitting there playing chess. But it was like a multi-board, multi-faceted chess. I'm just like, holy crap. Damn. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm highly looking forward to this. Uh, I want to jump back right back into it and, and see what, you know, what more they can bring to it because uh, there's no limits there's absolutely no limits as far as where they can go with it what they can do with it because um, you're living in a world full of the craziest people with powers and monsters and different 
extraterrestrial beings and just like your imagination is the limit and that can just go anywhere so yes i am highly looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with it uh i I think it could be amazing i'm hoping they just they amp it up even more and just make so much more out of it so yeah i remember you talking about this last year so i know you're definitely excited for it me, I watched the first episode and I just kind of dropped off and I'm like, I don't know what it is. I love me some bones, but <laughs> yeah, for, it some, bones too. for some reason, I just cannot get into this show. So I'm not even going to promise that I'm going to watch the first season and like, and then catch up and then watch. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. No, I'll watch it whenever I get around to it. Um, <laughs> Because I, I promised I was going to catch up like maybe three times last year, and I'm like, nope. Still on episode one. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, you, you promised that about Natsume, too, and we see how far that went. Yeah. I watched I'm one, watch one episode of the fifth season. <laughs> oh, yeah, of the fifth season. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it's Bones. I'm pretty sure it's going to be really good. Um, from what I remember you saying, it's a really interesting show. Um, Anybody out there interested, go ahead and check it out. I know it's popular. I've heard of um, a couple other anime podcasts who really like it. So, um, yeah, it's probably going to be awesome. The next show we're going to be talking about is Kino's Journey, The Beautiful World, the yes. animated series. Now, I, I, I had to do a double take when I, I saw this um, because at first I was like, I recognize that name. I don't know where I recognize that name, but I recognize that name. And then I started reading the synopsis for it, and it took me a minute, but it finally clicked. So, synopsis for this is, the story follows the travels of Kino, a young adventurer who rides a talking motorcycle named Hermes. They explore the, pe- the people and cultures of different places throughout their adventures, and spending only three days at each location. And it wasn't until I got to that part that I realized, I remember this. Uh, now, I thought this was like a continuation, but when I looked into it, it seems like they're in essence, rebooting the series, essentially doing a, a redo as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. But what I remember, and I didn't even watch the whole thing of it. Um, a friend of mine actually watched, uh, had the whole thing, and I watched a couple episodes whenever I was around. And uh, yeah, this this show, it is definitely, I don't know, it seems kind of like a slice of life, because really all you're doing is following around um, this, little, this girl uh, and her journey and whatnot. Uh, because I don't think there was ever, at least as far as I remember, like a specific goal in mind. It was literally that all she was doing was just riding around and she'd help people with whatever problems they might have. Um, you know, but she only ever stays in any one place for three days and then she moves on. Um, and it's just, yeah, I think it's, it's interesting because, I mean, your only companion that she has is the motorcycle that she talks to and talks to her. And, oh, it's uh, a girl? Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, I know. It's kind of ambiguous when you look at, the, especially the the picture. But yeah, at least the original. Um, I don't know if they changed that or whatnot, but I know in the original it was girl. So I don't think they would change that for any reason. At least that I could think of. Anyways, but um, yeah, it it really seemed you never knew what was gonna happen because it was mm-hmm. always someplace different, and the world that they are in, though close in proximity to our world, is also slightly different as well but like literally i remember seeing travels going all over the place uh and and she's a survivalist i mean she would catch her own food you know i think i remember seeing one episode where they were and going through a uh, in the like a winter area there was in the forest snow all around and she actually was like 
you see her trapping uh, rabbits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, sometimes it's a matter of going to a town and finding out what's going on and just seeing what the different culture brings there. And other times it's just you know the in between between areas that she's been and where area she's going to. So yeah, okay. and again, this is very much I know I know they have it classified as an adventure slash drama slash fantasy. Um, but to me, I don't know if it says. It's, I guess it is kind of those things in that line because, like I said, the fantasy I could see that simply because I mean it's a talking motorcycle. Um, but then also because like the world is like it is our world, but it's slightly different. So mm-hmm. there was some kind of fantasy elements involved in it as well. But I almost kind of consider this a slice of life too. Okay. So uh, before we started uh, streaming, you had mentioned the show that it was a um, a sequel or maybe a reboot. Yeah. And uh, I just checked it out, and the lat it was a thirteen episode series back in two thousand three. Yeah, so that's what I, said. I remembered the actual when I heard Kino, and I was like, Kino, beautiful. That sounds very familiar. Yeah. And then I looked into it, and I was like, Oh, that one. I never watched the full the full thirteen episodes of the original series, but I did watch some, and it was very entertaining. What I did watch, so uh, so this is hmm. Cause like I'm interested in this, so I kind of want. I'm a. I'm a. I'm definitely gonna watch the first episode, like everything I do, and then depending on how it goes, I don't know if I want to go back and like watch the old one and then watch the new one, like I did with Yozakura Quartet, because th- with that show, the animation quality was like ramped up so high that even though the older one still kind of held up, and I like the older char- like the characters in the older one better compared mm-hmm. to like the the. Um, uh, not cliches what is it tropes or not trope what is it yeah I, I, the style of characters that they had in the newer one they kind of mm. aged down to i guess fit a certain demographic and be, i didn't like that so with this show i kind of want to treat it the same i want to watch one episode of the n- new one and i'm like oh if this is really cool i want to go ahead and watch the original and then come back to this so it's like a i have a few shows that i've done that for it's like it's full metal alchemist i Definitely want to watch the first one before I watch the second one. Yo, Zakura mm-hmm. Quartet, same thing. And then for this one, I want to treat it the same way because um, I don't want to kind of obsolete the older show because the newer one is either so much better or looks so much better. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to taste test this one and then I'll hold off and add it to my pile of like 900 anime I need to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i know uh, i know another person that uh that used to do a podcast and like she was really interested in uh kino's journey it was like one of her favorite shows so um, i see that it's a very it's a very interesting show like i said you never really know from episode to episode what she's going to come across mm-hmm. and the world is is though similar to ours which gives you kind of a familiarity with it mm-hmm. it is also different enough that you don't know what to expect okay so there's another show that's kind of like that mushishi have you watched that one where it's kind of like a wandering guy and he kind of just goes to different places um three episodes but uh yeah you know how i am with titles i don't, yeah. I, I, like, <laughs> I don't but, uh, always get them right off the top unless you say something like helsing ultimate i'm like oh yeah <laughs> i know what you're yeah. talking about so yeah um i don't have like a wandering like a wandering character type of anime in my like list of favorite shows so I don't know if that's whether I've tried them and don't like them or if I just never found like a really good one. So out of the two, like I only have two that are in my my head and I haven't seen either of them. So um, I'm curious to try this one out and see 
if uh, I might get into that genre. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. Mm-hmm. Next show uh, we're going to be talking about is Kujira no Kora wo Sajo ni Utau, or Children of Whales. Yes, it's all you. Yeah. So this show is freaking gorgeous. Uh, yeah. JC staff, and this is all like washed out bubblegum colors. And I was about to say, oh looking God. at that almost reminds me of uh, No Game No Life. Yeah, with the with the pink and yeah, yeah it looks the really pastels really cool. kind of. Yeah, so, uh, the synopsis for this is Chu Chakuro uh, is the fourteen year old archivist arch- archivist of Mud Whale, a nigh utopian island that floats across the surface of an endless sea of sand. Nine in ten of it in of the inhabitants of Mudwell have been blessed and cursed with the ability to use Saimia special powers that doom them to an early death. Uh, uh, yeah, Chakura and his friends have stumbled across other islands, but they have never met, seen, or even heard of a human who isn't from their own. One day, uh, Chakura visits an island as large as the mud, uh, the mud whale, and meets a girl who will change his destiny. Okay. Well, from the trailer, um, that change is not going to be a good change. <laughs> uh, Just throwing it out there. Yeah, because uh, the beginning of the trailer, I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, this looks so good. And I'm like, everything, everybody's like, like, pray, like all praying together and like doing all these crazy things. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And then all of a sudden, just one character shows up. And his deme- like his or her demeanor is like completely different to everybody else. Then all of a sudden it's like gunfire and blood splattering and people are running. And I'm like, oh no, what's happening? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm like super duper intrigued. Like I'm curious what is gonna happen uh, in this show. Uh, it's JC staff. I love the shows that they do. This show looks gorgeous. So I am absolutely hundred percent on board. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem like something I'd be overly interested in. Um, I just didn't have, like, I don't know. Other than um, No Game, No Life, where it had that sort of colorization inside of it, mm. I didn't really think of, uh, those, I don't know, those pastels just seem kind of weird to me for the type of, for anime and whatnot. But, I mean, mm. I guess it could work. It worked in No Game, No Life, so. But, mm. I don't know. I guess I'll see how what you say about this one. Okay. The next show we're going to be talking about is Mahotsukai no Yome, or The Ancient Magus' Bride. Yes. <laughs> this is... I just, Oh my goodness, this is awesome. Have you watched the, any of the OVAs? I wanted to. I just haven't gotten to it. Okay. I know you like it. It's freaking awesome. I mean, it's like if, if Harry Potter had an anime, essentially. <laughs> I mean, really honest truthfulness, because it's just like magic all over the place mm-hmm. um <laughs> I, I i i am super stoked and excited for this uh so yeah there was three uh oh, i want no i think two maybe three ovas that came out for this uh i've watched at least the first one uh i'll watch the other ones before this comes out but this is just so it seems so fun and 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 whatnot uh anyways i'll get to synopsis this so Chisei Hattori has lived a full life of neglect, a life full of neglect and abuse, devoid of anything resembling love. For, uh, far from the warmth of family, she has had her share of troubles and pitfalls. Just when all hope seems lost, a fateful encounter awaits her when a man with the head of a beast wielding strange powers obtains her through a slave auction. 
Tuesday's life will never be the same again. Um, you think that might go something bad because you're like, slave auction. I mean, good Lord, you know, what else could potentially happen? But honestly, it seems like he really does care about her. And at least from the first OVA that I saw, kind of wants to take care of her and uh, is actually training her to also, because apparently she has a gift uh, and has uh, the uh, latent ability to be able to use magic. Uh, she kind of seemed, at least when I first saw the first episode, that uh, it's almost like uh, Natsume. She has the okay. ability to see these creatures and, and see the world around her in a different way that no one else can. Mm-hmm. Um, at least those who do not contain, you know, actually have magical powers. Mm-hmm. So she was always kind of, you know, looked down upon and put upon because she seemed weird or abnormal and whatnot. Um, but she takes to, you know, her situation where she's at and, and seems to be doing rather well. And, and yeah, I mean, it, it's just, again, the whole world seems, you know, magical and, and whatnot. Uh, I think at one point during one of the episodes, he went to his study, which was like dust covered and hadn't done anything else with. And he's like, well, we need to, I'm going to be training you and you need to, you know, read some of these books She's like, why don't you put them back into place? And he's like, well, they always end up coming. They always end up moving them, or they always end up moving when I do. And like, you can see, like one of the stacks of books starts moving along. He's just like, yep, there you go, just like that. (laughs) You know, this is little fun things going on, and and yeah, the OVA was kind of a teaser to me because it seemed like there was already some things set, and you didn't know why. You were just kind of said, hey, okay, you just accept this is the way it is, and just Mm -hmm. move along with it. So I'm hoping now that they actually have a series going on with it, that they'll actually go a little bit more in-depth with it and actually explain why everything is the way it is and why these, you know, different characters, what they are, who they are, you know, and and go from there. So Mm. highly excited about this one. I I guarantee you this is going to be probably one of the top animes of the season for a lot of people. So Okay. One thing I'm glad is that... um... Like because they've kind of dipped their toe into the story a couple times, they they know that there's actually a full story to tell, yeah, or at least a big chunk of a big story that they've already said. Yeah, it's gonna be two cores, so it's yep. already set for twenty four episodes. So yep. I I love when like anime does that where they're like, we're gonna treat this one properly. Like we're gonna give oh, you yeah. the whole story. And um, another thing. Um, like that with uh with shows like this is one it's wit studio people who did attack on titan and a lot of other um cabinaria the iron fortress and all that kind of stuff like shows that are like super action-packed for them to kind of put that animation style around i'm assuming magic it's gonna be really cool so oh yeah i'm i'm looking forward to this i'll probably here we go promise it again i'm probably i'm gonna watch the first episode um definitely I kind of want to see the OVAs because I know that they're both on Crunchyroll already, right? Yep. Yeah, so I'll, I'll um, check those out one day. But um, if I fall in love with that, then I'll definitely be keeping up with the show, uh, with the series. But um, like I, I like I, when show when you get excited about shows like this, I really want to check them out. So, um, oh yeah, this is another one I'll definitely look at. But um, whether I'll finish it, it depends on if this is my style of show. So. Um, 
and the trailer looks gorgeous. So I, I know it's I gonna be animated. I didn't even the trailer that they had for it. I already <laughs> knew what to expect from it. I'm like, the minute I saw that and read that, I'm like, oh yes, absolutely, this is going on the list. <laughs> Hell yeah, they're gonna watch this one. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I'd uh, definitely say check it out. Uh, seems very, very promising. Great studio, gorgeous animation. The next show we're going to be talking about is Osama the Game or King's Game. The, I mean, Osama <laughs> Game the Animation or King's Game the Animation. This, uh, like, wow. Just, just wow. Um, <laughs> are you, uh, you, okay, so you've seen like the trailer and everything for this and everything, right? Is it just me? Death Metal or, Rock trailer. But is it just me, or like looking at this reminds you of uh, when they cry? because uh... it, it seems like you have a very nice, sensible setting, and then all of a sudden everything just goes to hell, and you're just like, holy crap! I have only seen the trailer, so I know that it like it was dark animation and then the trailer's like raw da, 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 da. and i'm like okay let's see what this is about but i don't know the story yet so I was... okay so the synopsis for this one story begins when an entire high school class of 32 people receive a message on their cell phones from a person known only as the king the message contains orders that students must obey or they risk the punishment of death. With their lives on the line, the students soon find out that the orders are getting more and more extreme as time goes on. Honestly, this reminds me also of, like, Saw. <laughs> I mean, this almost is like an anime version of Saw in a lot mm. of ways. You know, it seems like, oh, they might be... You know, and, and I, I recognize, I have never done it before, but I've seen enough anime. I recognize the king game. I've yeah. known animes that come across that where yeah, you, know, you pick the king and then you have to do the, the king's uh, king's orders. Uh, and the king's orders are absolute. Uh, and then okay, once yeah, yeah. once the, once all the, you know, the king's done his order, then a new king is, is decided. Well, it seems like this person has decided that they're just going to be the king, period. Yeah. Uh, no one else is going to be king. It's just going to be them. Uh, and then, yeah, that they're going to be doing some fairly bad, potentially, things. Yeah. And uh, from the trailer, yeah, some people are probably going to die. Um, <laughs> so I would definitely say that this is not one of those animes that you need to uh, grow attachments to any one particular yeah. person. Because, guarantee you, probably going to die. Um, right away, if you, you watch this one, uh, whoever you end up saying, oh, I like them. Let me know so that way I can know that they are, they are going to die because you have that curse of like whoever you like in an anime like this ends up going to be dead. So, um, but it definitely looked very, very graphic and very like um, suspenseful. So I'm yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it. I I, I I might not necessarily like it per se, <laughs> only because it's going to be one of those where I'm gonna be like, oh, are you serious? this person died or like holy crap that was horrific how yeah. that person died damn but that's what they're going for so if yeah. that's if that's the reaction that i get out of it they did their job right so honestly From, so as far as anime like this um i'm looking for anime to scare me like I wanna, I wanna anime to be like suspenseful and to scare me. Not jump scares, cause that's just cheap and anybody. I want like, like a dark, creepy anime that I get sucked in. Like that one from um, A1 Pictures called From Another World, 
where it's like, oh, everything seems kind of weird in this village. And then you start learning more about what's going on behind the scenes. And you're like, oh, what are these little rat people that can talk English? And you're like, oh, why? Why do some of them have like um, same sex relationships for like a certain part? And then like, they like explain that um, a couple episodes later. And you're like, oh, wow. It's because they need to handle this one thing. And then like the group of characters that you're like around, there's like six characters. And then they start like breaking off into pairs. And you're like, oh, OK, well, like relationships. And then and all of a sudden, like two people just disappear. And one of the couples breaks up and like one dies or quote unquote dies. And the other one like looking for them the whole series. And you're like, just kind of. <laughs> And then, like, then you end up, like, underground for a couple episodes with, like, these little rat people. And then they started, like, making a revolt. And, like, and you're just, like, just sucked into this crazy show. And I'm, like, I'm I'm hoping for, like, another, like, anime that's, like, super complex like that to die, like, to pull me in. So I'm interested in this one. I'm not really a big fan of, like, super graphic anime. But yeah. if there's, like, some kind of background story about, like, why he's doing that. Oh, or... I'm, I'm sure there's got to be at least some sort of, I mean, someone who's targeting a specific class. Yeah. Um, and playing a game like this that is pretty much designed. Because, I mean, eventually he's going to come across orders that he's going to give that they're not going to want to do regardless. Mm. They'll take their, you know, they'll feel like they'll take their chances. But guarantee you that, you know, something's going to happen. So. Yeah, so. Uh, like the show's like tickling my darkness anime bone, like so. I'm like, yeah. ah, let's see what let's see what this got because I'm I'm I want another show that's like just dark, creepy, sucks me in, and I'm like I'm scared about what's happening next. <laughs> Seems so, like this could be so. Yep. The next show we're gonna be talking about is like complete opposite. It's a uh, Robo Masters the animation. Ah, so yeah, I did not think I. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, this show is, uh, anime based on the DJI hosted RoboMasters competition, which is the world's biggest student robotics competition. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, from looking at the trailer, no, it's one of the things where it's like, you got to know what <laughs> DJI is. And you're like, yeah, oh, okay. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Do you so, know? Um, no, but, <laughs> but I've heard that term before because I think that's a brand of, um, qu- uh, is it quadcopter? What are they called? Is it a quadcopter? I know it's a quadcopter, but I don't care if it's called something else, but, um, drones. Yeah. There we go. Drones. It's a brand of drones. Um, uh, uh, so I'm saying, like, that thing in the background of the picture, maybe. Is what it's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I have like a couple things about this. Um, like I saw it and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Another anime based on like students and robotics because there was a show that I had watched a long time ago, maybe a couple of years ago. It was called Robotics Notes and it was about a, um, can't remember the exact details, but I know there was a class and they were trying to build like basically, they were trying to build a mech basically. And mm. it was all like thick and clunky and like you can tell that students built it, but it's like, it's a mech, like a real freaking mech. And it was a really um, interesting story. Then something happened and there was like this background story of like, I don't know if it was like the government or just some agency uh, or some like organization. Um, they were like doing some underhanded things. And like there was, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I know that one of one of the characters that I really liked got walked to death. And got what to death? Walked to death. Walked uh, to death? Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. It's like super sad okay. and super crazy. And as soon like in the thing that she was in is like 
an actual thing that's based in reality. So after I was like horribly saddened by what happened, I actually saw the thing in real life. And I'm like, no, get out of it. <laughs> it's going to walk you to death. <laughs> but it's, um, it's actually something that like, um, helps like kind of paralyze people walk. And, um, it looked exactly like it did the anime. So as soon as I saw it, I'm like, no. Um, <laughs> so, um, but it was, yeah, it was, that show was based on a, like a classroom trying to build a mech. And there was like all these, um, different robotics things that are probably based on real actual technology in the world. And they just happened to put it in that anime. And it was really cool. Um, this show is obviously based on the DJI company and the, products that they build and um it's based on actual competition so that's really cool um it's like mostly different from the show that i really liked but it's like i like that show not knowing it was based on like a lot of real technology so this show is i know it's based on that and i'm like maybe i like this one also um one small tiny like nitpicky thing that i'm kind of um like not happy about is like in the trailer because I haven't seen it in the trailer. I didn't see any like girl engineers. Like, I think I saw one that was a girl, but she was a bad guy. And I'm like, all the other girls, like the two main girls that you see in the picture, they're like assistants. They're like bringing lunches to everybody. And like, they're like the what team manager. And I'm like, no, like, come on. I'm like, yeah, I want to yeah. see some girl engineers, girls. Yeah. So, um, it's what I don't know. That's just me looking at the trailer. So hopefully they, um, actually put some, girl in like the driver seats of these um these um drones and robots so uh i'm curious to see what it's like um if it ends up being like a kind of kids based show where it's um kind of advertising dji in the competition or just like hey um like the character goes into the battle it's like oh this is my robot and then like a character comes up in the corner of the, the screen is like this is the dji blah 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 it has this and it has this and it has that and one of these and this robot is based on this type of technology so it's better to fight in these types of fights and then they go off and he's like ah fight i'm like no i don't i don't need that kind of show so it, it kind of borders like I want it to be realistic, like the other robotics note that I fell in love with. And I really don't want it to be like, I guess it's good for was well, like, I don't want it to be like a like a case tutorial. Menu. Yeah, they're like, hey, come join our robotics thing. Because that's, like, that's not for me. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it's, it like it piqued my interest is really high, but then I'm super like weary. I'm like, there's a few things that can like completely tip the scales. Like I could watch five minutes of it and be like, nah, I'm good. So. Uh, I have high, high, too high hopes for it, but uh, <laughs> I'm usually pretty picky when it comes to uh, anything dealing with robots or robotics or mechs or anything like mm -hmm. that. So uh, <laughs> usually really, really picky about that. Almost as picky as I am with my slice of life show. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm probably just going to skip this one. So it's going to yeah. be all you. Yeah. And one thing that <laughs> That was super funny. Is basically the trailer is the is just about the the intro to the show. It's like it introduces all the characters. It shows them like go get them, and like the robot flies into like the competition all like in a way that it doesn't really do in the in real life, but it's like it's a way to show like the arena and everything, and like it's yeah. a cool thing to put into the intro. So I'm like, this is basically the intro without any like subtitles credits. or credits or anything. <laughs> So <laughs> hopefully that's not the case, because then I definitely know that those two, the two girls are not going to be uh, main 
like competitor. But uh, yeah, I will check it out. I have high hopes that are too high for this show, and hopefully they can at least hit half of them. <laughs> the next show we're gonna be talking about is. Shokugeki no Soma San no Sara, or Food Wars, yes! the third place. Yes. Oh, I yes, I love I love everything about the show. If you all have not seen the previous two seasons that I've talked about, uh, it's just yes, this show is awesome. Um, if you if you ever if you ever find yourself sitting down and watching Food Network for any reason. <laughs> Um, you will probably enjoy this if you actually still, if you watch anime as well, because it's like, it's the culmination of both. It's like, if we take Food Network and put it into anime form, so it's Shokugeki is, and it's just awesome. Um, obviously they go a little bit more than what your average Food Network show would do, uh, both in, you know, they actually give you details about the, uh, uh, you know, the characters themselves and the people involved. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people have orgasmic experiences while eating some of the food. Um, but it is still an awesome show to watch. Anyone out there who's a food lover, who you know can appreciate ingenuity and just the idea behind it. I mean, it's just so fun to watch. And and the dude, even though the main characters can be kind of you know pompous and oh you know I got this, I think he's still kind of the underdog. And you you have that underdog feeling where you want to root for him, you want to see him succeed. Mm. And I think they do a really good job at basically making it to where he doesn't always succeed, but he gets really close. And, you know, that's those instances where you're just looking at him going, you know, hell yeah, that's freaking awesome. Um, yeah. And the things he does and the things you see other people do. And, and honestly, and it wasn't until recently that I saw this, too. There was actually something I saw um, online where there is actually an ice cream shop who is using uh, liquid nitrogen to make their ice cream. I think I've heard of that. And they even have, like, cheese balls that they, they make or whatever using liquid nitrogen. So when you eat them, like, steam will kind of, like, come out of your nose, like, from the liquid nitrogen and everything. It's really, uh... it's freaking cool to see and everything. But, um, and there was a character, and Shokugeki is going to say this, who was actually, like, very technological in her their food creations and everything. Mm. And she was, like, using liquid nitrogen. She did, like, other things involved. And, you know, it's very... Into like different techniques, ways of cooking, different approaches, you know, and, and yeah, it's just awesome <laughs> in all okay. sorts of forms. Um, definitely a comedy. I, I would kind of rate it up. There's a slice of life too because you know you're following this one one kid and his his dreams of becoming a master chef essentially, and um, outdoing his father, who's a world renowned chef. Um, and it's not like in a bad way. It's like they've always had a competition between the two of them, and yeah. he just wants to be able to do better, and and, and kind of exceed his father's expectations, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's just yeah, uh, <laughs> so fun to watch. Uh, nail biting all the time because you just things they amp it up so much. And like if you fail, then you get expelled from the school, and you know people have lost like yeah. During, like, these uh, Shokugeki uh, tournaments, they've even, like, people have lost their prized possessions, you know. Oh. Um, it's basically because they put everything on the line. Uh, you know, okay. they, you know, someone lost their um, their prized knife set that had been passed down to them from their family through generations because they lost one of the Shokugeki bouts, and that's what happened. 
you know it's like everything that was was responsible for them being a chef mm -hmm. and and so like you get like some really high competitive like people who are really trying to you know give it their all and sometimes it just they get barely inched out by something mm -hmm. so yeah highly looking forward to this man they could take this is another one like with Natsume. They could make like 20 seasons of this and I'd still watch it. Well. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> Not to put too much of a damper on it. Uh, I, I can't watch this show. It's the edgy was, part that does it for you. Yeah, it, it kills it so bad. Um, I, first... I have to say, like the it, you get if you're if you're facing it on just like that first episode, it's like after it. it, it they hit, they hit, they like the peak moment. They hit the peak moment, and then, and then it drops down, and then and they'll have another one later on, like two or three episodes after that, and then and it'll drop back down again. And it's like a roller coaster with that. So it's like it's not a constant, but it I is. Know, it is I, there. I, it's like I I totally get that. It's just so even my wife Ray Ray, she's watching it, and I'm sitting here like working on a show or like editing and doing stuff like that, and then. Um, I hear the parts that you're talking about and they're like, oh, I've used this ingredient and I've done it like this. And they're like, oh my God, that was so amazing. I didn't even think of that. And then like five minutes later, then it's just like, ah! and I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? And I turn over and like some girl's like glowing gold and she's like upside down and like drooling. And I'm like, what in the world? And then, like, it would end, just like you said. And then they'd go to the next person, like, two characters would be arguing. They're like, no, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. And then all of a sudden, I hear, Rrr! and I turn, and, like, a sumo wrestler is, like, just grabbing his crotch and drooling. And I'm like, what <laughs> in the world? And then that would end, and it would go away. And then they come back, and then, like, a whole episode would be just, like, character development and they'll be talking about all these different things and it's like i'm not like watching it i'm just hearing it and i'm like okay this this sounds interesting and it'd go on for like a couple episodes and then all of a sudden ah! and i'm like <laughs> so i'm like i get why everybody loves the show it's just i can't it's yeah. like it's like dry it's like okay we're doing good we're doing good edgy Back on the road. Okay, we're doing good. <laughs> so, ah, it's, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. <laughs> so yeah, I, um, it's it's yeah. not for everyone. Uh, granted, um, but I think for those who can who can get beyond the edgy moments that happen throughout it, um, and then just really whoever really appreciates like cooking and and food shows like that, and the ideas that they come up with and things that they do. Um, and if you have the idea of like you know rooting for the underdog and everything, this is definitely an anime worth checking out. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely agree on that. Like that point because in the first episode where it's like the guy he um like they were coming to take the restaurant or something like that and he like challenged them to cooking or something like that and he just grabbed some scraps and just made like this amazing food. So. Yeah. Like it's a it's a really really cool show. It's just and he had, like the the techniques that he used, or he, yeah. he made he made like was it like pseudo meat where it wasn't really meat, but he cooked it and made it in such a way that it actually seemed like it was, and it like when they cut into it, it was juicy like good cooked meat would be. Yeah, and you're just looking at it, just going, wow, yeah, <laughs> holy crap, yeah. You know? so. For most people, this is a crazy, amazing show. Just like he says, just like the Food Channel. Like, I actually, 
I actually know somebody that I'm going to recommend this show to now because I see him like streaming the Food Network on Twitch. So I'm going <laughs> to recommend that show for him. But uh, see, that, that just kind of goes back to what we've always talked about before, where like anime is such a, a broad genre now at this point. It's such a broad media that it really people I don't think should turn away from it. It's just a matter of finding that specific one or the, the, that type, that genre in it that actually appeals to you. Yeah. And there's almost always going to be something for everybody. Yes, there are thousands and thousands of shows out there. There's definitely like a handful of two or two that would be perfect for you. So Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, yeah. again, if you like food, you like watching Food Network and the different te- food techniques they come up with and things that they do, crazy things that they do. You know, I've seen some Food Network shows where they come up with like recipes and I'm looking at it going, how did you do that? How did you actually create food out of what you were given? Because they, like, they'd have like a challenge like, okay, you can't use this, 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 or this. Create a meal. You, you know, create this meal. And then at the end of it, you're looking at it going, wow, they actually did it, you know? Yeah. And that's just what this is, you know? You'll... No, who was it? There was one where they had to create uh, some French dish, but they had to actually go and get the ingredients themselves. And what I mean, they actually had to go, like, there was a forest nearby. You had to go get your own fish. You had to get your own produce. Everything you had to go and actually forage and get yourself if you were going to yeah. use it. And it was just like, or oh, in, and if you could not pass it, you bet, if you, if you could not pass this challenge, then you were expelled. And it was like, Holy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think I remember you say, Oh Jesus. Yeah. So <sighs> it was on the line. It's like, if you cannot actually go and get your own material, your own, own, own recipe for this stuff and actually create what I have created using, he was like, Oh, I, I use materials that I have here, but you can't use those. You have to use things that you actually find. Yeah. If you can't do that, then you, you're going to be expelled. I mean, it's a no holds bar. You know, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Cool. So, but yes, I know. It's not for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's always. I, I, I'll say this. Since you can't watch this one, since you have not, watch Natsume instead. Watch the seasons for Natsume, and we'll call it good. How about that? <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> uh, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next show we're going to be talking about is uh, Shoujo Shumatsu Ryoko or Girls Last Tour. Yeah. So I know you definitely won't. (laughs) Definitely won't what? Is this one that you're not liking? Because I'm I'm guessing no. No, yeah, no. I'm on on board with this one. Really? Even though the bubbly-headed characters? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm on board with this one simply because the premise for it sounds so interesting. Okay. Um, and and really, the characters themselves are kind of bubbly, but like they're literally the, they're. I think the the creators kind of did that to stand out from them, uh-huh. because uh, looking at this, like the world and the premise, oh my goodness, it's like dark, and I kind of like that aspect, and I'm curious mm-hmm. to see where they're gonna go with it. So, okay. But if you go ahead on it, you were gonna do something with this one. Yes, so civilization is dead, but Chito and Yuri are still alive. So they hop aboard their beloved kittencrad motorbike and aimlessly wander the ruins of the world they once knew. Days after hopeless, a day after hopeless day, they look for, they look for their next meal and fuel for their ride. But as long as the two are together, even existence as bleak as theirs has a ray or two of sunshine in it. 
whether they're sucking down their own fill of soup or hunting for machine parts to tinker with for two girls in a wonderful uh, in a world full of nothing. The experiences and feelings are the two sh- uh, the two share give them something to live for. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where they're going to go with it because, I mean, that sounds pretty like at this point, the apocalypse has happened and they are the only two people as far as they know yeah. in existence, living mm-hmm. left. So, it, it, it seems kind of interesting and like, it looks like the world just got completely trashed. Like, it's yeah. just ruins upon ruins upon ruins, you know. And I looked at the trailer for this one too and that definitely seemed like that too. And um, again, it's piqued my curiosity. I guess I'm kind of, especially with the the King's Game one. I, I guess I'm kind of in that little dark mindset. I mean, hell, we're getting we're getting close to October here, so I mean, it's <laughs> getting towards Halloween. My maybe my dark mindset's coming in. I don't know. Either way, um, I'm curious to see where they're gonna go with it. So, okay. um, yeah, like me always, if it's in that cute girls doing cute things, well, it's like cute girls in a desperate world. It's more it actually <laughs> it actually fits more of my kids going on an adventure kind of thing so yeah that's where yeah that one that's where it fits more for me um yeah i'm like i don't even need much more than that if you're like these two people are like everything's gone and they're just wandering around the world i'm like okay let's see what they find i'm 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 all on board um yeah i don't know it's um uh one thing that i'm uh wondering is like what happened to the world it's like yeah that's gonna be explained yeah, like, is it something that happened kind of recently? Do they remember, um, like, what happened? Is, like, their parents and everything, did they die when they were really, really young? And we're looking at them older, so they kind of don't remember things. It's like, how <laughs> how much of the world is, um like, ha- what happened to the world? Like, is it, like, nuclear holocaust where, to where they can't go to certain places? Um, it's like, what is the technology like? Do they have, like, little radar things where they're like... <laughs> trying to find out and i'm like oh, i'm so i'm so like curious about everything yeah. so um i'm definitely on board for checking that yeah. again so. i'm all over i'm all with you on that one i mean you know, my only attitude for curiosity for that is just to see like where is it gonna go what's you know is there a way for them to bring things back is it is it you know are they trying to figure out, you know, if they can go somewhere? Maybe there's a civilization that hasn't gotten actually completely destroyed in whatever mm-hmm. occurred. You know, I, I'm curious if there's an actual end goal in mind or if it's just and, it, and there might not even be an end goal to begin with. But maybe through like the development of the entire story, they'll come across something or find something or, or learn of something that ends up being their actual purpose as far as what they're doing. Because I don't know, eventually, I think even after a few episodes having them wander the ruins of the world and being the only things left alive in the world would kind of become know, kind of sad and just very, just uh, desolate, I guess, kind of. Yeah. So, curiosity. Yeah, that's cool that you mentioned, like, um, if there's another civilization that's um, it's just fine, it's just their area. Because, um, like, I'm curious, like, how long have they been in this situation? It's like, is the entire world messed up or is just... They're in yeah. the center of a vast area and like it's been fenced off. So nobody just everybody's like, you know what? That's gone. Nobody goes over there. So that's yeah. why they haven't seen anybody for a long time. Ah, yeah. Like, like even. Like, ah, so, there's oh, so there's many possibilities as far as how yeah. that can go. So 
Yes, I'm definitely, definitely on board. Next show we're going to be looking at is UQ Holder Maho Sensei Nejima 2. I'm trying to remember. This sounds very familiar, but I'm not sure if I actually watched this. I know this is a second season. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I watched it. It it sounds very familiar. Not the UK Holder, but like the Maho Sensei Nejima 2. Yeah, there's... Why does this sound um, familiar? This... (laughs) Oh, uh, this show is like Maho Sensei Nejima. I have watched um, bits and pieces of uh-huh. that series, and it's basically it's a harem. It's one guy who I'm guess I can't remember what the story at all. Uh, is one it guy- is it um like a teacher and yes. like he's a little kid kind of looking? Like, yes. I, yes, I did watch this one. Okay, yeah. I remember this one. Okay, so. And like yeah, he I'm could get- actually bestow um, magic with a kiss. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that part. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like it's a name that I've heard a lot. Just like with um last season and the um reload that other show that I talked about last, like it's airing this season. So like you can reload. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of the things where it's like I started it, didn't like it. I heard about it a bunch, did still didn't want to watch it, and now I'm like. It's been so long since I've heard about this show. Maybe I like it now. So it's another one where I'm going to definitely check out the first episode um, from the trailer. It's like it's a harem. So there's like boot. Like most of the trailer was in a um, freaking hot spring and like everybody was half naked. So I'm like, that's probably going to irritate me. And that's probably why I never got into the show. But I'm going to watch it again anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm really curious to see like. Because it's JC staff. And I'm like, I love stuff from JC staff. And yeah. like, I have, I don't know a show that I don't like from JC staff. And this might be the first one. So, um, I don't want that to be the case, but <laughs> I want to find out like about the show. Cause, um, I don't know. I just love JC staff stuff. And like, I like the action. So, um, yeah. from the, from the trailer, it looks like there's going to be a lot of action and fighting and stuff like that. And I don't see the guy from the, um, the original. From, yeah. I don't see, I guess Nejima is his That's- name why i was kind of curious it seems like maybe this is in the future because i think well i know originally the kid um he was red-haired and you got that one red-haired guy on the right hand side there uh-huh. on the picture i'm not sure if that's him maybe grown no. up no so because his name uq holder and um in any chart it says um it's an adaptation of uq holder i'm thinking it's like another generation so it's kind of like oh, okay is like the Boruto of the Naruto series. So okay. I'm curious. Like, that's w- another reason why I'm like super curious. Cause I'm like, where's the guy? I don't see him. So, yeah. uh, and plus this is also a, the second season of UQ holder. So it's so far removed from the original stuff that I'm kind of curious. Like what exactly is this? So, um, yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I'm our, I already know it's going to be booby city. So, <laughs> um, booby city. Can we can we like tagline that or something <laughs> and just be like I think from now on any type of harem harem anime that we come across or whatever that either we see in trailers or whatever that should just be that when we say what it is and be like well that's another booby city one yeah so so <laughs> I'm like I'm all like creating things so like booby city is the harems um, <laughs> if it's just if it's just um like etchy that's boobs and butts because we we said that a lot. <laughs> That's, we saw we said that a lot like last year and stuff like that and then like for some like uh, we haven't been talking about a lot of etchy shows recently so yeah, yeah I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> I like those two Booby City's Harms and uh 
boobs and butts is at you. So, All right. But, Sounds uh, like a plan. <laughs> I like it. We're going to go with it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really intrigued because it's, it's, it's close to the show. It's kind of removed and I want to know why I didn't, I don't remember exactly why I didn't like the show. So, uh, we shall see. The next show, and I believe the last show we're going to be talking about is Vanishing Line. Aha. I was almost like, I don't know. It's one of those, like, I was, I'm, I'm halfway on board with this. <laughs> I don't know if I'm fully on board with it yet, but I'm halfway on board. It's done by MAPPA. Yeah. Got some good stuff there. Um, fighting, I think, is going to look gorgeous and everything's going to look gorgeous with it. But the picture looks like it's done by um, Gonzo. Yeah, so that, I like know. that grizzly character, grizzly looking characters, the, the dark shading and everything yeah. that it does with it. I'm just like, that's why I looked at it and went, I don't know. It seems like yeah. based upon the animation and the guy like wearing some sort of like superhero looking, but it's kind of like old grimy. I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be like overly cliched and yeah. I'm just going to hate it if, it if it goes like overly cliched and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. But Anyway, so this is the anime story is set in a prosperous city named Russell City. What I mean. Uh, even as the city celebrates its success, a conspiracy that threatens to shake its world has been set in motion. A man named Sword, again, their naming for this stuff is just <laughs> awesome. So, a man named Sword is the first to hear the earliest stirrings of the plot and throws himself into a shadow war in order to expose it. His only clue is the keyword El Dorado. Yeah, he meets Sophie, a woman searching for her older brother, who left her with only a message with the same word, El Dorado. With Sword having uh, also lost his younger sister in the past. See, that's what I'm saying. That all just sounds so cliched. It really <laughs> does. Um, with Sword having lost his younger sister in the past, both are drawn together by the word and the work together. And work together to find its true, true meaning. So, that's why I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it could be cool. It sounds like it could be interesting, entertaining. But when, like, the plot line sounds like just a drawn-out cliche. Oh, the sister lost it. You know, I guarantee you, the brother is not dead. If they're going to go cliche. They're going to go this far. The brother's not dead, but he's somehow connected and like the overlining plot and he'll make like a supposed like resurrection oh i was never dead and and i was you know it's just god it's like or, or he's the bad guy or he's the bad guy yeah <laughs> exactly you know uh anyways it sounds like it could be cool it's done by mappa i've always enjoyed things from mappa um at least oh. for the most part <laughs> for the most part <laughs> most part they do some really good stuff occasionally there's some flops but they do some really good stuff i'm curious enough about it to give it a give it a look um Mm -hmm. i just don't feel like this is going to be one that i'm probably going to continue uh for a very for overly long period of time simply because it seems like it's just gonna fall flat Mm -hmm. um and again i just feel like there's so many cliches roaming around here that it's just gonna be like oh god can you just stop it's so predictable (laughs) <laughs> I hate predictability and, and plots and sublines and stuff like that. It's like, no, I want something unique, something interesting, something I could not have guessed. And that way I am more invested in the story and therefore have, you know, a, an actual hook into it instead of being like, well, this is going to happen. And then like the next episode, hey, yep, it did happen. Look at that. Yeah. You know, anyways, that's my thought on it. 
Um, so like I always, I just watch the trailer and then I read the story like during the show. So I'll find out like more details later. I like first impression kind of stuff. Um, yeah, the trailer was like, it kind of reminded me of Akira because he's like on a motorcycle and everything. And then like he has like his sword out to the side and he's like dragging it along like walls and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. And then the trailer ends with like either a punch or a kick. I can't, I can't remember what exactly happened. I'm like, whoa, what? What? <laughs> so, um, that intrigued me. I'm like, oh, okay, that's going to be cool. I, I want to know what happened. Like, why did they show me that? Like, that was confusing. Yeah. And then, now that I know the story, I'm like, oh, okay. So, long lost sister, maybe the brother's going to be a bad guy, and El Dorado is, don't know yet. <clears throat> but, uh, maybe his lair. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm curious. Like, I want to find out, like, what it is if i if i if it's too easy to guess then i'm like come on but well um, i mean el dorado means is the city of gold so yeah. and they said this was a prosperous city <laughs> i don't know maybe that's what there's something else is going on but mm-hmm. yeah i don't know either way i don't know if i, I I'm, I'm halfway on board with it so we'll see yeah. in the first episode whether or not yeah, i actually yeah. get booked on it or not okay yep i'm not necessarily hyper anything either i'm just curious i'm like wait what's going on so yeah um yeah uh, I'll be interested in starting that one as well. Well, that is all of our 18 shows that we're going to be starting in, uh, in October <laughs> when the new season starts. Um, quite a few shows that we're like really hyped for. Other other shows that we're like, eh, I'll check it out. And other shows were like, they didn't give us enough information. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally did not. So. And then... um. Tons of other sequels that we may have not mentioned, so um, it's gonna be a pretty full season. Um, a lot of familiar stuff to jump into if you if you've already seen it, and uh, just a sprinkle of enough new shows to where you're like, eh, I'm not interested in sequels. Like, I want something new. So, uh, well-rounded se- uh, season coming up next. Um, in a month, around the first or the we usually do the um, the last Sunday of the month, but they're. Uh, scheduling conflict maybe so we may do the first of uh, october but uh we will be talking about our final thoughts for the current season which is the summer season um quite a few interesting shows that we've been uh that we've started already so uh, uh some good stuff this season yeah i'll try to push it get some time to catch up because i'm so behind but um yeah as usual we'll be back in about a month or so and uh, you can always contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Takoyaki Anime. And uh, this has been Monthly Catch Up 29. And we'll see y'all next time. Bye.